This segment is brought to you by Enbridge and their new home rating program, giving realtors and their clients a competitive advantage when selling a home. To find out how you can benefit as a homeowner or a realtor, visit knowyourenergyscore.ca today. Well, Kathleen Petticord, I'm excited to have you. You're not here with me in studio. One day, we're going to talk about the five predictions where to buy properties overseas for 2015. So the first one you have is Argentina. How come? And I draw everyone's attention to Argentina this year because of the presidential elections in October. I think things are going to change in that country post-October uh, elections. The country has been spiraling out of control. Argentina is such an interesting, fascinating place. It's just this roller coaster ride in every way, dramatically up, dramatically down, dramatically up, dramatically down. It's a basket case economy. <laughs> which makes it a very interesting place for investors because crisis creates opportunity. Absolutely. And in Argentina, it's all about the timing. If you time it right, you can have enormous success investing in Argentina. And I think that the window to invest at the, in the next crisis is going to be by the end of this year, early 2016, after things play out uh, after this, these October elections. Nice. Okay, the next one, where to buy overseas 2015. You're saying Turkey, specifically Istanbul. Exactly. Istanbul is one of the world's greatest cities. It's a mega city and it is growing very fast. Its middle class is growing very fast. There's a, it has a strong economy. It's doing very well. And all of this is translating into a big and growing demand for housing. And so when you've got that, what you have in Istanbul is, is you have both local demand for housing and foreign demand because you have a lot of foreign travelers and also foreign executives, business people coming through on extended contracts looking for places to stay. So a rental investment in Istanbul is a, is a great play, I think, right uh, for this year and looking ahead to the next few years because there's so much demand and you can buy very cheap. It's, it's one of the world's cheapest cities. The, the property values are very, very low on a global scale and rental returns are very strong. You can definitely see 10% net from Istanbul. Very good. All right, number four with regards to where we should think of buying overseas for 2015, Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic specifically, I, I recommend the Samana Peninsula and even more specifically in that part of, uh, on that part of the island, Las Terrenas, which is a little beach town with a lot of European connections and a, a strong European influence, especially among the French. The French have been coming to Las Terrenas, Dominican Republic, for 20 years or more. There's an established community of French, and that has a lot of implications in the culture, especially in the dining, for example. There are great French restaurants, something you don't expect on a Caribbean island. People play patank on the beach, something you don't expect on a Caribbean island. So there are all these little influences of the European, especially the, the French, uh, being invested there and building a community there over all these years. It's also very affordable. It's one of the most affordable places to buy real estate in the Caribbean right now. And it's another place where you can get a very solid rental yield. And that, if you'll see there's a theme here, that is what I think you should be really looking for this year uh, in investing in property overseas, diversifying for a, a rental return. All right. The next place you're saying that we should consider buying in 2015 when we're talking overseas is Spain. Spain has collapsed over the uh, post-2008. The pro uh, property markets in Spain collapsed, especially along the coast. It has turned around. I think the bottom has been reached in Spain and prices are starting to inch up uh, for the foreign market. There are two markets in Spain, as there are in most places. There's a local market and a foreign market. The pr property prices for the foreign market are starting to inch back up, which I think means it's time to buy. Also in Spain, 
you're, you're buying into a euro country. Mm. Right now, if you have a U U.S. dollars, for example, and a Canadian dollar too, very strong against the euro because it's not even right to say the dollar is strong against the euro. The euro is just collapsing. And so that's creating a window of opportunity for someone to come in and get a really great buy right now. It's a win-win. And people forget about yep. that currency exchange. This is a super opportunity to take advantage of that. All right. Last but not least, number six on your list of where you should consider buying overseas for 2015. You're saying Colombia. Yep, exactly. Medellin is a beautiful city. with a, It's a very kind of Euro-chic city, very genteel, lots of parks, flowers, uh, galleries, cafes, Botero. The artist Botero is from Medellin, Colombia, and there's a big Botero museum with an outdoor sculpture garden and a collection of his sculptures. It's a wonderful city. It's very affordable, especially given the quality of life on offer. And Colombia, I think, is just a good, solid pick, thinking not uh, short term, but also longer term. So if you're looking around the world, Matt, for markets that where you should be looking to diversify and, and diversify your portfolio, Colombia definitely should be on your list. And I would put Medellin at the top of the list for Colombia because it's because of the cost, very affordable because uh, of the net rental yield as well being very strong. You can do 10% plus again in Medellin. Everybody, if you're just tuning in, we have Kathleen Petticord, and she is the publisher of Live and Invest Overseas. And we're now going to talk a little bit about taxes. And this is something that people forget when we decide to move to another country or invest in another country. There are things that we need to consider. Now, a lot of these you are applying to the U.S. tax system, but there's a lot right. we could take away from even in Canadian and other uh, countries because uh, it's right. just common sense, Kathleen. So are you okay if we go through these? Yeah, great. All right, okay. here we go. So the first thing you're saying when we're talking about paying taxes overseas is that you're saying maybe you don't need to do anything. Exactly. If you're moving as a retiree, then you probably don't need to worry about taxes at all. You're, you, where, you, where taxes are going to become an issue for you and maybe an obligation are if you're investing or earning money. So if you're starting a business and going to be earning an income, if you're going to be getting a job and earning an income, or if you're going to be making investments and having capital gains and yields, then you have a tax issue. But if you're thinking of going to another country simply as a retiree, then it's a non-issue. You don't, don't even have to think about it. Very good. Number two, you're saying whatever you do, it should, shouldn't cost you tens of thousands of dollars. So, of course, you're not a Bill Gates or if you're not a, a Warren exactly. Buffett. <laughs> exactly. And that, this is it's frustrating to me because I hear so many stories from people who go to tax experts, international tax experts and attorneys, and they charge really big fees. Five to, to 10,000 just to help you get prepared. Thousands, yeah. exactly. Many thousands. And they produce memos and proposals and these long, complicated strategies that the average person just doesn't need. Yeah, it's, a little it's overkill. It's way overkill. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Okay, now number three, this really does apply more to the Americans, but it's saying the foreign earned income exclusion may be at the beginning and the end of the tax planning you require. So do you want to just talk a little bit more about that? Sure. The foreign earned income exclusion allows an American who moves to another country to exclude earned income in that country from what he owes on his U.S. taxes. The reason this is a non-issue for Canadians is because you guys are so lucky. When you go to another country, you don't have any Canadian tax obligation or burden. An American goes to another country, starts a business, takes a job, earns an income, and, and still has the same tax obligation to the IRS, the U.S. IRS, as if they were living in the, in the United States. Okay. It's very frustrating. The United States is the only country for which this is true. And so as a Canadian or any other national, 
you, you don't have to worry about this. But if you are an American, it's good to know that you do get this earned income exclusion up to a certain amount okay. of your income in another country. All right. Now, number four, this is just common sense, but I love that you've included this because it does happen where people assume that they can use their their own tax professional to help them with this type of tax advice uh, overseas or in another country. You have exactly. to use a local expert. Exactly. And it makes sense. As you say, it's common sense when you think about it. But I think people, you know, it, it's so new and it's, it can be intimidating and people can, can kind of forget to just take a step back and think about this from a common sense point of view. If you're going to uh, be moving to France, for example, France is your dream and you want to retire to France. Well, to, to whatever you want to do in France, to do with taxes or anything else, you're not going to ask your advisor from Chicago or from uh, Toronto for help in how to figure things out in France. It doesn't make any sense. You wouldn't ask the real estate agent in Toronto how, how to find an apartment in, in Paris. So why would you ask an, an, a tax attorney in Canada or the United States for tax advice for France? Now, they may be able to refer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Certainly, if you want and you trust your accountant or your realtor, you can always exactly. ask for a referral for sure. Exactly. Send me to yeah. somebody that they know uh, in that area. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, number five, this one you're saying the most successful aspect of tax planning is to do tax planning. And it's never too soon. Exactly. And it's really important that you do it before you move, because there can be cases where when you arrive in the once you've arrived in the country and established residency, uh, certain options can be off the table. When we moved to Ireland, my husband and I, 17 years ago, we didn't know this, but it was just lucky for us. We were just fortunate that we contacted a tax advisor in Dublin from Ernst & Young before we made the move. And because we did that, he was able to help us organize things in a way that was much more tax effective for us. But he explained if we had already become residents of Ireland, we wouldn't have been able to follow the strategy that he was proposing. It would have been off the table. So it's really important that you do your research and your planning and your strategizing before you move so you don't end up missing out on an opportunity because you just move too quickly. And nobody wants to learn the hard way. That's why your website and what you do is so important. Liveandinvestoverseas.com. And remind everybody why your website is so important and how they can make sure that they become uh, one of your followers. Well, it's, we're full of information, and a lot of it is free. I publish a, a daily free e-letter that I produce myself, so it comes straight from me. It's every day. Uh, if you go to the website, liveandinvestoverseas.com, there's a box on the homepage where you can just sign up your email address, and you'll get this dispatch every day. And it talks about all these things that we're talking about, living, retiring, investing, owning real estate, starting a business, earning an income, taxes, all these practicalities, along with the fun, romantic sexy stuff about all the great places you could go. And of course, they can also reach out to you and your team of experts with any question because there's no such thing as a bad question. Definitely. Excellent. Thank you. Thanks as always, Kathleen. Fantastic. Remember, if you've got real estate questions, well, we have your answers. Visit realestatetalkshow.ca. Call our help desk anytime at 844-ASK-RETS. That's 844-ASK-RETS. We'll be right back.